When I look in the mirror, I don't see wrinkles. When I look in the mirror, I see hair on my head, not my shoulder. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the Fountain of Truth. The Fountain of Truth about aging. And right now, aging is in the spotlight for worse, because we are now the vulnerable population. We just used to be old ladies and old guys, but no, now we're the vulnerable population, and people are taking an interest in us, some of them through the eyes and lens of ageism. Why don't we get rid of these old coots anyway? And others from the concern that they have for us and the value that they see in us. And, of course, that's what we are all about on this show, which is showing them that value being contributory. So I do want to remind you that there is something called Encore.org. It is for your Encore career, your Encore life. Don't waste your talents. Don't be sitting there. Now, if you're sequestered, you can do so much with a telephone. You can do so much with a computer. This is your time to shine. The spotlight is on us. At the end of every show, I say, get out there, kids, and make it happen. This time I'll say, sit home, but make it happen. Now, I want to introduce you to somebody who has made it happen. Uh, Her name is Heidi Robinson. She is the COO, the Chief Operating Officer of a company called The Cause Market. And before I introduce you to her, I just want to tell you why I have selected her to be on the show. I was doing an article. You all know we have a blog called Aging for Beginners. On all the pitches that I'm getting in my inbox of companies that are piggybacking, I call it piggyback PR, on the coronavirus. Uh, one of them, by the way, was condoms. Should What kind of condoms should we have while we're at home together sequestered? And that was a PR agency, unfortunately, that kind of missed the mark on my constituents. But okay, we might be, we might be going at it like rabbits, but at our age, we're not really worried about the pregnancy issue. So PR people, please take a look and see who we're talking to on our shows. But two, two pitches, and they're pitches, came to me and said, you've got to have these people on. In the second part of our show, it is a nonprofit organization that makes sure that you go through your medical journey, never alone. And in this part of our show, it is Heidi Robinson and the Because Market, because she has been able to do something that I've watched assisted livings do and nursing homes do and hospitals do, but I've never been able to see it done for the individual who is aging in place and living at home. And that is getting the goods that they need, the private style goods that they need to their door. And this is long before coronavirus made a home delivery necessity. So Heidi, thank you so much for being with us today. Awesome to be here. Thank you so much. All right. So let's, uh, let's set the stage. Uh, the cause market is a business. It's a company that you built in your building. Uh, your own responsibilities have been with uh, Conran organization. I love the furniture years ago when it came out and Martha Stewart, who everybody knows, Old Navy. You've had a lot, a lot of retail experience. But the Because Market is an online way of getting necessities to the older adult. What motivated you to start something like this and see its need? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have um, kind of great experience at big companies, and, and it was a fabulous kind of training ground. But at some point, I think a little midlife, um, something turns in you when you really want to be kind of driven by something else, or something you're really passionate about. And, you know, I have family experiences, um, have gone through things with parents and grandparents that really 
led me to know that there could be a better way for older adults to access the products they need and um, have some business school classmates who are, are fantastic guys and they have, you know, are technology executives and they had kind of from the other side parents who couldn't sell their things on eBay, but they worked at eBay or couldn't hail an Uber and they worked at Uber. And so we kind of combined to realize that there's both a need and a solution and, and hopefully we can provide that um, for older adults. So let's take a look first at the products. The products are products that I used to call these products the products that dare not speak its name because they are very <laughs> personal. It's true. They are very personal yeah. products for the older adult that nobody wants to admit they use or need, right? So it's very, very useful if it comes secretly to your door. Uh, tell them just a little list, short list of the products that you provide online. Yeah, absolutely. So we, you know, we started with bladder protection, which isn't necessarily the sexiest category, but incontinence impacts, you know, almost half of us at a certain age, and it's really a taboo topic. And so we wanted to change that conversation and also fill that white space where your doctor may not be able to recommend something you might not want to ask your friends. Um, you're not going to stand in the right. aisle in, in CVS and, and find the answer for what works. So, um, you know, incontinence pads and pull-ups and um, no rinse spring skin cleansers, um, wipes. You know, we actually just uh, were able to get some hand sanitizer um, for you know, which is very relevant right now. We have gloves, um, but focused you know initially on bladder protection, kind of solving that problem for our our customers, and then building from there. So we're about to launch CBD products. You know, pain is obviously um, an issue that impacts impacts all of us, um, and kind of building from there. You know, I have long wanted to tell people how to buy these things because it is embarrassing. Yeah. In the old days, it used to be embarrassing to go into a pharmacy and ask for a prophylactic. Now people are screaming, where are the prophylactics? You know, they're all the way down. And I would like to get that type of thing out into the open, so to speak. Uh, but it's still not. It is still not. And you'll ask your friend about everything in the world, but you won't ask what kind of wound cream do you use. It's just yeah. not the kind yeah. of thing that, that you ask. So – uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, because it is so prevalent now in the e-commerce world, and that is the idea of subscription-based buying. I am ambivalent. You know, this is the fountain of truth about aging, Heidi. And I tell you the truth. I like to try things. I don't like to be on a subscription program. I know that it can be canceled, right? So, yep. And today, it's almost 90%. Almost 90% of anything I want to buy, whether it's face creams or, or a magazine or whatever, is subscription-based. Explain subscription-based and explain what people should know so they don't get snared into it forever, but that they also don't stay away from it because they're afraid they'll get snared into it. Totally. And I, I completely understand. I think um, we start with a trial, so we really want to make it user-friendly. So for $2.99, uh, you take our Fit Quiz and we send you a really kind of, you know, like 10 or 20 pieces to try with some samples. So want to make sure you feel comfortable before you commit. Um, a few weeks later, you, you know, let us know what worked um, and we'll send you kind of start the subscription then. So you're not committing to a big upfront cost ever and you can cancel it and, and we have customer service any way you choose. That's one of the big things. You can call us, text us. We text you before anything ships. Um, you can chat us. We get letters. Um, but I think, you know, these are need-based products. They're not discretionary. And so we want to make sure we have that consistent kind of delivery and that we're there. I think 
we also have a suite of products, Incontinence, as I'm sure your um, listeners know, is a journey. So what may work for you uh, one month might not work the next month or the next year. And so, um, you know, you can always mix it up, but it also may not be going away as a problem for you. So, you know, we view it as kind of a great um, ability and great service that's easy and you don't have to worry about it um, with a subscription. But we do start with that trial. So I want to give this as a consumer tip. Uh, first of all, uh, right now, and I know the business of e-commerce, uh, it is very difficult to get good products that are not on subscription base because these companies have to be scalable. That means they have to be able to ship fast uh, with volume or they can't keep their prices down. So it's a business necessity for these kinds of companies like the Because Market. Now, for you, for you, you really have to read the fine print. Make sure that if it's an automated resale and you're in it, you can get out of it easily. And that online, it tells you from testimonials, it was no trouble getting uh, off. Otherwise, your credit card is going to get billed. Now, when you have a, a, a wonderful company like this, we're speaking now with Heidi Robinson, uh, specifically designed for the senior market, the because market, you already see how it works where you're getting your samples first and so on. Now, before we leave, and we're going to talk a little bit about the consumer that cannot buy online, that can't use a computer, and what they can do. I do want to remind you that this is not advertising. I am not being paid for this by the Because Market. I selected this company because I could tell just from the way they were offering information that it would be useful to you. Don't you go anywhere. We will be right back. You may think that I'm full of it, but that's doesn't bother me not even a bit Cause I am happy And I freely admit I'm inappropriate For my age Da-da-da-da Da-da-da-da You may think that I'm full of it But that doesn't bother me not even a bit Cause I am happy And I freely admit I'm inappropriate For my age and hello, 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 and I hope that you are all safe and happy and finding new and more wonderful things to do with your time. I don't have a lot of free time. I am sequestered. I do stay in the house. Uh, I'm very fortunate because my entire business is portable and mobile, but I am learning things like I turned on the burner. Yes, I did. I started by opening up my own cans of tuna, and then I went right to the top of the burner. I didn't try the stove yet. I only have supervised visitation with my stove. But I am going to learn to cook. What do you think of that? Now, there's a stretch. This is Adrian Berg. This is Generation Bold, and this is the fountain of truth about aging. Um, a little bit of housekeeping detail. Our latest blog, Aging for Beginners, published by Bottom Line, has several articles on the coronavirus, including how to stay at home and enjoy yourself. Uh, it also talks about how the coronavirus might lead to us living longer and healthier because of the new sciences that are being focused on us. You want to take a look at, will the coronavirus save your life? And then some fun stuff, like I've grown accustomed to your mace, new ways to do exercise at home. So we got you covered. Now, speaking of covered, some of you need coverage because you have incontinence. You see what I did there? Incontinence. <laughs> public. Uh, money and incontinency is the two last taboos for what we could speak about. So we've got a solution for that. Not on the money, I wish I wish we could, 
But we do have all the incontinency, the wound care, the barrier creams, all these things you need. I am speaking now with Heidi Robinson. She is the COO of the Because Market. Uh, This was one of these things that was also generated by Silicon Valley execs that worked with eBay and Retail Me Not and Uber and WeWork and all these things, the, the, the names you know, because they realized that there was a missing market. I realized it for years, but nobody listened to me. And that is those folks who are a little older and need um, consistent supplies. So, Heidi, let, let's talk about this. The age group that you work with is, you know, I hate to say this, but I'm telling you from the gerontology point of view, it's called the old, old. That's what, what it's called, <laughs> gerontology. It is. It's the people who are in their 80s, their 90s, maybe, maybe my age is starting at 70s. Um, some of them are not computer literate. And this is e-commerce. So how do they buy from you? Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things we realized earlier on. We saw that people weren't even, maybe they signed up through a relative but weren't opening our email. So we started texting. Um, We now, people write us letters. So we've tried to really find people where they are, and you literally can go online if that's comfortable to you. You can have a relative help you, a caregiver help you, or you can call us. We got, um, you know, we get phone calls thousands of phone calls a week. We get emails. I read them. Someone, you know, sent a note yesterday that was, uh, this is my name. I'm in a nursing home. I'm locked down. I don't have my account number. I don't have my credit card number, but I really need boosters. Can you look me up? And we did, and we, we sent it to him. So we're trying to kind of bridge that gap that we know is there um, in different ways. So now with coronavirus, though, which which I just want to point out, this is not one of these companies that are piggybacking and saying, oh, I'll make a killing now because we have the coronavirus going on. No, this is a company that started three years ago before the coronavirus was even a, a blink in anyone's eye. But um, is anything new happening because of that? Like an example of what you just said. Are you finding more people, more business? Are you finding different kind of business? What's the scoop there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've had um, a big uptick, you know, in the last month as, um, you know, everyone went for their run on toilet paper. This is, is a need and people stocked up, which left shelves bare. And so we've really been, you know, we, we take our role very seriously because we see kind of the products we, we send as enabling our customers to lead their lives. And we take that kind of extra, uh, it's such a big deal uh, even more now. Um, but, but yeah, we, you know, have uh, made sure that our supply chain is, is there um, to make sure that we can deliver and have focused on that. Um, but, but yeah, we, we send automated emails and texts, as I mentioned before. So your shipment's about to, to arrive, your shipment has arrived, and people are starting to write us back. Um, they always have, you know, it's a very thoughtful full group who appreciates what, what we do, but they'll write us back and say, thank you so much. Thank you for being there. Um, and, you know, we're even extra motivated by that because we've, you know, there's senior hours in the grocery store now, but we are senior hour, you know, 24-7 and have been, as, as you mentioned, um, for three years. So um, really taking our responsibility, um, you know, importantly now. Yeah, so welcome to the community, the community of successful aging, feisty aging, contributory aging. You can't contribute if you don't, if every two minutes you have to go check yourself. So this is a very, very good uh, thing to know about. Now, it may be you, it may be a friend, it may be a family member. Uh, I mentioned before, this is not an ad. 
uh, and I receive no compensation from the cause market. I think that they're an important company that you may not know about. So tell us, Heidi, how do they find the because market? So becausemarket.com um, is our site, and you can start a trial there. But as I mentioned, you know, phone support, we offer phone consultations. So um, you may not know what works for you, and we'd be happy to help or, or what works for your parent or friend. So our, our phone number is 855-231-4440, and that's also on our website. Um, but happy to help kind of in any way that is comfortable for, for the customer. Now, for those of you who find this interesting, need it, realize other people need it, and you didn't have a pen and paper, you couldn't take down the number, please remember, when you go to, first of all, because market uh, is easy to remember as, as a website. But uh, our website, go to generationboldradio.com, generationboldradio.com, and uh, you will see Heidi's uh, show archived there and when we do that we give a little description of the show and Heidi if you'll send me an email with that phone number I'll have that phone number in there uh, this is to facilitate my listeners lives now speaking of that I'm going to get angry now for a minute so Heidi said that sometimes you don't have uh, computer literacy sometimes she has to text sometimes you write a letter you've got no excuse if you're in your 80s or 90s and you are competent, you can use a computer. And if it's been very difficult for you, take a look at some things like CU Link. That's a company I actually do have some interest in because I believe in it so much. S-E-E-U-Y-O-U-L-I-N-K, CU Link, because it's remote computing for older adults. And, and what we have discovered is as you begin to use that computer through other people's help, you take over and begin to use it yourself, including e-commerce. So Heidi, let's go back. So we're talking to Heidi Robinson. She's got a lot of retail experience. Uh, this is uh, also uh, started by Silicon Valley folks that know the retail market online. There has been a complaint, and that complaint was lodged by uh, MIT Age Lab uh, director in his wonderful book, Longevity Economy. I actually do a little drop-in where I review his book, Heidi. And you read his book. And what is his complaint? That nobody makes anything fun for the older adult. Now, what you make is helpful, useful, and necessary. Fun, I don't know. So if you (laughs) could create something, if the because market could create something that's fun, even from the products we already have or something you may have seen and thought about, what would it be? Yeah, no, it's a really interesting question. I mean, there there is a market that uh, puts you know designs on the diaper, so that's that's one one option. Um, but I think the fun thing I think would be best out of this is actually not a physical good, but it's the community and relationships and making this subject just something people can laugh about and people can you know we have this um, a Facebook group and it's the incontinent support community and it's it's moderated by us but we don't try to sell anything and it's just really there for people and um, I think what I love is that people have kind of come alive in there and started to have fun I had an accident in the grocery store and everyone's laugh you know it's it's right, light right, to right. it so it's I don't know if these goods are going to be fun but it's it's at least bringing fun to the what was such a taboo topic and still it what a great answer. Well, we thank you so much. We're going to, I, I promise at the beginning of the show, we're also going to be talking to a nonprofit organization that has done a lot of work 
uh, way before coronavirus, but has become even more important now. So thank you, Heidi, and good luck. I know that business is going to grow exponentially. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. You may think that I'm full of it, but that doesn't bother me, not even a bit, because I am happy, and I freely admit I'm inappropriate for my age. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. You may think that I'm full of it, but that doesn't bother me, not even a bit, because I am happy, and I freely admit I'm inappropriate. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the fountain of truth about aging. I have such an important guest on right now that I don't really want to take a lot of housekeeping time. Let me just remind you that if you go to generationboldradio.com, we do have a store there. We have an opportunity for you to give me your email address. You get our free newsletter every single Monday about the variety of archival webcasts and podcasts and blogs that we put up for your own successful aging. And that is generationboldradio.com, winner of the Mature Market Radio Award. Okay, so we have with us today, as I promised, Luana Ojala, and she is the CEO of a nonprofit organization called Caring Bridge. And to set the stage again, and this is for Luana also, my first guest today was with a for-profit organization that really impressed me about why they are so needed during this particular time of the coronavirus, but they were not there capitalizing on it. They had already been in business for many years. Same thing here. There are organizations and nonprofits and all kinds just begging for money because they are taking advantage of the current situation. But Caring Bridge has been around since 1997. It's been one of the most important things to so many people. We'll talk about the numbers in a minute. But, Luana, let's start now with explaining to everybody what is Caring Bridge. Hi, Adrian. I so appreciate being here, and thanks for having me as a guest. I want to tell you that Caring Bridge is a nonprofit, as you mentioned, social network, and it rallies communities around people on health journeys. Um, and our platform really gives both patients and their caregivers that place to update friends and family, you know, ask for help, and then get the support and encouragement they need. And one important aspect I want to point out is we are for any health journey. So in the current environment we're at, there's a lot of focus on coronavirus, but there are so many people struggling with different kinds of health conditions, and we are there for them as well. Yeah, I was really bowled over. I knew about Caring Bridge, but I was bowled over by the numbers. I just want to read this to everybody. One in eight people in the U.S. has used CaringBridge, 2.4 billion cumulative site visits through the years, and 850,000 sites created. Now, now explain how, what that means, the, the creation of a site with regard to CaringBridge. What are you offering people going through a health journey? So essentially, and you know, in 1997 was you know a million years ago. In the if you think about the internet, it was pre Facebook, pre Google, <laughs> pre pervasive use of email, mobile devices, and all that. But an author at CaringBridge is a person who actually started a site and wanted to share their story on their health journey with their community. So that 850,000 is the people who actually started writing a CaringBridge journal. And about 66% of those folks are caregivers. So it's not only a service for the patient, but also the caregiver who, of course, needs that same support so that they could provide great 
um, emotional, physical, and instrumental support to patients who are going through something very difficult as well. Now, this is not just here. It's also in different parts of the world. And there's a question I, I wanted to ask you. I don't know if I make a connection that's relevant. And if not, you'll tell me. There's a lot of medical tourism going on. Now, right now, of course, none. Uh, I know that from my friends in medical tourism and my guests have, that have been on the show. Uh, but that's also a journey that's kind of difficult, particularly when it's not elective. Somebody, I know I'm talking about somebody going for, for a facelift. But uh, somebody going because they can't afford that procedure here in the U.S. and it seems to work. Do you, how do you work through a, a journey like that, particularly with somebody who's by themselves and maybe doesn't have family surrounding them? Well, Adrian, there's so many examples of that where, you know, if you just think about any kind of health journey where somebody has to be away for a while. And, of course, in this day and age, everyone's community is not not necessarily in their hometown. You know, the, back in the day, people used to come to your porch and drop off a lasagna or a, you know, a hot dish, and they were there in your community or perhaps part of your church or your temple or whatever your um, your religious affiliation was. But now and everybody is everywhere. So what you just cited as an example is a good one of the many examples of where you are isolated physically from your community, but it doesn't mean that they don't care so deeply and a great way for you to control that communication so that you're not telling it multiple times in multiple different ways, whether it's through phone or email or talking on the phone. And it really gives the patient and the caregiver that ability to just do it one time and then people get the information. But you can still feel this emotional support from the people who really care all over the world. So I think you cited a really good example, but there's also many, many examples where someone is physically not close to their community. And by the way, uh, medical tourism doesn't mean you're going to Thailand. Sometimes it means you're going to the state next next to you. That's and right. it's happening yep. right now. Yeah, it's right. happening right exactly. now. We have... We had two two cases in California, friends, who had coronavirus. They have it. They had to be moved. They had to be moved to another state. It's a very scary, scary journey. And now, yeah. Caring Bridge is free. So, uh, who who supports you? Uh, these yeah. are nonprofit donations that you're getting. Yeah, so we are very, very fortunate because we have a lot of trust with our donors. We've been around for 23 years, and in 2019, we had 140,000 people who have used or participated in a, in a CaringBridge um, community and said, you know what, this is valuable. We need this safe sanctuary on the Internet, and we want to support you. So 90% of our revenue comes from that method, about 140,000 people saying, valuable, want this on the Internet, and you don't have to make compromises by being a for-profit social network that is going to sell me ads, use my data in, in interesting ways. Um, right. So that's, that's the most most of where the support we get. And we're very, very grateful. We know some of your listeners are our donors, so I say thank you very much for you. The other 10% we get from in-kind donations. So companies who say, we use this, our employees use this, um, we want to make sure that we're connected to people in our employment community, and they provide things like technology services and other, other kinds of services that their companies provide. So we're very fortunate that we have a long history of people supporting us, which allows us to not compromise the kind of service that we provide. You know, I I was thinking uh, one of the most fascinating things before I do this is I always have to figure out how to say someone's name. And uh, this is apropos of what you just said. So her name is Luana Ojala, and she's from New Jersey. And I see the HR officers of these corporations salivating right now because (laughs) – 
you're you're a triple threat in diversity. And that's what I want to ask you about. We are a diverse, even though people look at older adults and they all see the same person, some ridiculous kind of icon with a cane, we are all very individual. And CaringBridge must, must be dealing with cultural differences in health journeys and how support and different communities are culturally different. How, how have you been able to handle that? Because you do handle that pretty well. Well, you know what, what I'd say is this, that we as an organization do not make any judgment or any interference with a Caring Bridge journal. So you can use it however you want to. If you've broken your leg, if you are, you know, um, suffering from Alzheimer's, if you are um, all of a sudden separated for a surgery, like the example you used earlier, you go ahead and use it. And what we, what we do is give people the options about what kind of controls they want. So frankly, from a um, diversity standpoint, we don't make judgment about any of it. All you need is Internet and the ability to follow just a few steps to start your journal and connect to your community, and con- including controlling your privacy setting. So what we do is really just let people use it in the way they want to. So, you know, things like um, translating languages on the Internet and the ability to um, use different languages in any forum, those those have become so much easier. So we have a lot of sites, as an example, that are in different languages. Uh, we have a lot of sites that allow people to be co-authors. So if you don't want to give the update or you're not able to give the update, somebody could do it on your behalf. So especially with a lot of um, folks who are in multi-generational homes, that's very important. Right, um, very important. So it's, uh, it, really we do not interfere with how people want to use the service. And that, that's so, really important, which is very inclusive. It allows everybody who wants to use the service to use the service. And, of course, it's free, which um, levels the playing Which opens it up to very much yeah. so. So we're going to come mm-hmm. back in a minute. We're going to talk about the intergenerational aspect of this, what you as an older adult child can do if you see your parents or yourself or your spouse going through the journey, carrying bridge. And, of course, we will make sure you know how to reach carrying bridge. We will be right back. You may think that I'm full of it, but that doesn't bother me, not even a bit, because I am happy, and I freely admit I'm inappropriate for my age. You may think that I'm full of it, but that doesn't bother me, not even a bit, because I am happy, and I freely admit I'm inappropriate. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the fountain of truth, the fountain of truth about aging. We are speaking today with Luana Ojala. She's the CEO of Caring Bridge, uh, and she's very, very well recognized. I mean, Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal's Most Admired CEO Award just last year, Top 500 Executives Award, Minnesota Monthly, the year before. So this is somebody who understands business, but also understands business of the heart. And uh, Caring Bridges, we'll call this a business of the heart. It's a nonprofit organization. Uh, so, Luana, I know that uh, I, la- I last ended our segment saying, what about the older adult child using Caring Bridge for their loved one? And you said, hey, I wanted those. So, so tell me about that. Well, my father is in a late stage for a prostate cancer journey. And about a year and a half ago, he came um, – lived part-time in the Philippines, and he came here um, 
to live with us as a family. And, you know, I also have two small children. So just the, I'm in the sandwich generation, caring for an older parent as, as well as children. And frankly, he has friends all over the world. And we needed a way to articulate what's happening with him. Um, and, and, and so we used CaringBridge. And it's been a wonderful way to update folks, but also, frankly, keep track of information for me. So as he's been with multiple doctors, it's a way for me to take notes and say, this is what's happening and where. But what I love so much is this emotional support that I get from the service. So in addition to having the honor of leading the organization, I'm now, after five years of being at CaringBridge, experiencing it firsthand. And it's so helpful to both me, clearly, but also to him because he sees that people are responding and care very much about the journey that he's on. Now, of course, uh, Caring Bridge is kind of an easy name to to remember, but tell everybody how to find it because I'm sure there are a lot of people listening who do want to find it. Very easy. It's caringbridge.org, O-R-G. So very easy to find us on the Internet and very, very simple to start a site as well. And if this is in your heart, you don't hesitate. You can donate also at the Caring Bridge. Yes, we need you. And, you know, there's a lot of nonprofits who need support right now, and we are one of them, and we just appreciate when people see value in us. We're very unique on the Internet, and we want to continue to be vibrant because more and more people will need this. Um, there is such a great need right now, and, of course, in the current environment with coronavirus, more and more people are going to need this. So we, we really want to be there for them um, as well. Now now I want to talk about the this whole issue of computer literacy. You know, this show... If, is featuring two companies out of maybe 150 that sent me, and I maybe uh, maybe more that sent me what I call the PR pitches to be on the show because of coronavirus. They were all coming out of the woodwork. But the two I selected, and I wasn't thinking about it when that happened, were both e-commerce types of sites. And I mentioned in the first segment that sometimes the older adult is not as computer literate and should be. What are you finding? Because it really is important. And how, and, and how can somebody who's like yourself uh, use it for someone else? So two, two questions there, but I think they're important right now. So the first, the, I'll start with the one about, you know, aging populations using social networks. And some people might not know this, but the fastest growing segments of our population that are using social networks now are older generations. So, which is terrific because it means there's a really great adoption and frankly just really need to be connected to their community. I know a lot of older adults, including my in-laws and my dad, who use it because they want to see kids, they want to see pictures of the grandkids. They want to be connected to that community who aren't, right. are not necessarily close to them. So that's one of the big drivers. But of course, as people have health issues and their community cares, they want to be connected to them. So the research is showing us that more and more people who are older are using um, digital tools and especially social networks. And then, for, as it relates to your second question about, you know, um, I think that CaringBridge is not a unique thing for people. For example, for me in Generation X, who to to use social networks overall. Generation X, you know, was grew up in the time when the internet was started and and are very used to using social networks and digital tools. However, what we really believe in CaringBridge is it's a very special place that's completely focused on health. So there is not this um, invitation or understanding that it's used for anything other than that. And that's what makes it so unique relative to the other social network tools people are using today. And we want to keep it so, that way because it so is no a video way. of cats. Yeah. No video well, of you, your cat. 
if you're <laughs> unless they're part of your community. Yeah, I mean, but you, it's really, really important that we keep it clean and we keep it focused on that patient and their caregiver. Now, if they want videos of dancing cats or they want to know the latest, you know, um, funny meme, then they can ask their community for that, and we allow uh, at CaringBridge the, the capabilities to do to make those choices. But um, we're very unique in that it does not invite anything that is not initiated by the author. So now let's take a look at a very special community that you also help, and that is veterans. I know you have a special relationship with the VA, and many people listening are part of that. They may not realize uh, this uh, collaboration you've got, so tell everybody about that. Yeah, thanks for asking about that. Um, in, back in uh, early 2019, we actually ha- um, started a official public-private partnership with the VA, um, we started working with their Office of Suicide Prevention as well as their Caregiver Support Network and ensuring that we um, were trying to reach veterans who really need us in, in multiple, um, multiple dimensions. And, of course, we know that veterans have high incidence of certain kinds of conditions um, that they really need help with. So what we've done is um, the Veterans um, Administration and, and some of their caregiver support networks and people from those organizations trained our customer care group to ensure that if a veteran calls and they need specific help and are looking for resources, that our customer care folks who are uh, right based in Minnesota, so you'll, you'll get somebody on the phone, if they need specific help for those health conditions, they are, we know where to direct them uh, and give them that help but that is a community that really, really needs that emotional support, and so we wanted to make sure that we are available um, to those folks as well. And, again, that is a public-private partnership. We do that, um, you know, there is no financial benefit for us for doing that. It is all about trying to serve that community the best that we can. So I remind everybody, we're talking about Caring Bridge, spelled just the way you think, C-A-R-I-N-G-B-R-I-D-G-E dot org, Please not .com. This is a, a nonprofit organization. If you donate to it, you will get tax-deductible donation there, uh, and it is vital and more vital than ever. One of the things that I want to end with here, um, uh, Luan, is this. New technology. Now, every day there's something new out, uh, you know, from emojis, and now everybody is it's part of our culture, the emoji, to photographs online, videos online. What has been the number one, let's say, new thing in technology that you might be integrating or have already integrated that's helped people uh, express oh. their, their uh, journey? Well, thanks for those questions. There's, there's a lot of great technology companies that are doing good, doing well and doing good, and they don't necessarily have to be nonprofits. Some of them are. But when I think about the technologies that really provide a meaningful service or program, um, I'll give a really good example. GoFundMe is an example of that. One of the most important um, and critical things that people need on a health journey are is, is um, dollars for their health care. And so instead of trying to do that on our own, we've just partnered with them. So they've been a partner of ours for over five years, and you can integrate that into the CaringBridge experience. But there's a lot of other technologies that provide a very important service that people really need, like transportation, like grocery delivery, um, these are really critical services right now, especially um, in the in the environment where we're required to separate from each other. Yeah. So, you know, all of these things are really um, meaningful and can significantly change the way people, tra- you know, trans- transverse their um, health journey. And so, yeah, I would just encourage people journey. to look at the things. Yeah, and and you know, that I really want to make them. sure. That 
people are using things that they that are trusted that are those companies are are really good at the core thing that they provide because these new companies coming out who you know are trying to develop things in the current environment you know they're new and it's not that what they're doing is negative but we just want to make sure that people are using trusted organizations and services that are really meaningful to them well, Caring Bridge is certainly very meaningful to everybody, and I thank you so much for being on. This has been one of the most exciting shows for me because I love nonprofit and for-profit entrepreneurship that makes a difference in the world. I feel that we make the world go around this way. And you know what I'm going to say to everybody? Stay in there, kids, and make it happen. <laughs> I'm inappropriate.